Dougie told me he been on some positive shit, yeah, yeah Lately I just wanna show up and body some shit, yeah, yeah Always been a little mathematician Lately this cash I'm getting Got me losing count of these bags I've been moving too fast Hard times don't last Remember when cops are rats Talking out my ass Boy, you ain't shit but a bitch with a badge All my life They be trying to keep me down Hello beautiful people, my name is Oyinlala. Welcome to Anything Goes. Okay guys, today we're going to talk about the impacts of social media on the society. So we're just going to explore all of that, the effects that it has on our lives. And then we're also going to talk about how it has redefined our personal relationships how it has transformed the way that we interact, you know, communicate and perceive the world around us. We're also going to unravel the complex web of social media's influence and navigate the challenges and opportunities that it presents because it's not all dark and dreary. It also presents a wide range of opportunities, which we're going to just basically dissect on today's episode. Okay, so with me here, and you have heard from him from a previous episode, but then just in case you cannot remember, or maybe you didn't actually listen to that episode, with me here is Michael. And so, Michael, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing just fine, and it feels good to be back. <laughs> yeah. Good to be back on this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it feels good to have you back, right? So just in case. <laughs> yeah. Some of us, you know, some people, they didn't listen to that other episode where we had you. Can you like reintroduce yourself again? Okay. My full name is Michael Oluwatobi Akintunui. I'm an actor, radio and TV presenter as well. I write content for radio and TV too. So that's basically it. Okay, so I'm just gonna get a bit personal just for a minute. So, what was the last? Okay. Yeah, what was the last content or stuff you wrote about? Um, I wrote about the difference between, or what what exactly seemed to be the most enticing and also entertaining ingredient that bring about this controversy between people of the Gen Z class and people of the millennial class, you know. So I wrote about that. It was quite interesting because I, <laughs> it was a bit personal because oh. I had to put myself in it and also try to speak with a whole lot of younger persons to be able to get like a standard impression or a standard opinion about the topic and it was quite interesting because i got to realize the whole lot of it was very enlightening because i got to realize so many things about the younger generation and from there i could as well do some bit of projection into <laughs> what could possibly happen in the next like three four five years to come you know Okay, I just have one follow-up question to that, right? What inspired okay. that write-up? Like, I mean, that comparison, millennials, okay. Gen Z. Yeah, and that's because, you know, more recently, you and I would agree that a whole lot of people are starting to see the positive benefits and the positive impact of the digital space. Mm. And 
people are starting to take advantage of it. And then everybody feels that hope. I just need to get on this space and do something. Whatever it is, in whatever form or whatever kind it appears, let me just get on this space and make money from it and mm-hmm. get popular from it, hopefully. And yeah. then get some standard level of fame and maybe and just maybe i would have some level of endorsement too and get nominated <laughs> for awards and all that has oh. attached to it you know so <laughs> and then on the other side which is the millennials they are still a bit skeptical about totally involving or totally getting themselves involved in this space they're trying to assess it to see if Oh, does it fit into, you know, millennials are more about, they still hold on to a bit of, not a bit, a large part of culture, tradition, what does, what would people say, what would my people feel when they consume this content I'm about to put out there, you know, so that contrast between both spaces, you know, was quite interesting. So I think that was what inspired that. And because more recently, we see a whole lot of content and we say, you know, maybe people of my own kind would say, mm-hmm. it's not really worth it. Like, <laughs> we can't even, like, decide if this is worth being termed the content. Like, what is the essence? What is the purpose? What is the aim? What is the didactic lesson to this, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and, you know, a whole lot of millennials are very... They are very strong on the didactic lessons and mm-hmm. all that. So unlike the Gen Zs, they just want to express themselves. They feel like nobody should hold them back. Mm-hmm. They should just say whatever they want to. They just they should just express themselves the way they want to and all that. So I think that inspired that and it was quite interesting. Wow, that sounds very interesting, really. Yeah, I, I think it's just really great that the Gen Zs, yeah, are really very open about expressing themselves because you know it's so easy for people to get lost in their own world and they basically just hide everything and it swallows them up and one day it just comes out and it comes out in the most unnatural and very very negative way and yeah it's always good to be very expressive anyway okay so we're just gonna dive into what we're supposed to talk about today we're talking about the impact of social media on the society and that kind of just has a little bit to do with what you just talked about but then yeah so what do you think i mean apart from the fact that what you just said right that social media actually creates an avenue for people to express themselves what are the positive impacts of social media would you say it has on the society yeah i think that is very extensive you know mm-hmm. social media has um, opened up spaces for a lot of people to without so much having to move around here and there just from the comfort of your phone and your internet access you can brainstorm on something and just create individually maybe with like a couple of heads put together yeah you can create something and you can put it out there that would have like an unlimited outreach to a whole large number of people globally you know so mm-hmm. it has created that avenue for people to be able to express themselves like i said earlier mm-hmm. and also not just expressing themselves by social media content i mean some people also do a lot of uh, some people are behind the scene mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like behind the uh, scenes 
doing what? Yeah, behind the scenes. The people who do not really have the previous access to doing proper big budget films and all that. Now they mm-hmm. have the opportunity to try their hands on skits and, mm-hmm. you know, record skits, be express their creativity in photography, in filming yeah. skits, mm-hmm. in directing actors, even though they are like, you know, they don't mm-hmm. have like basic training, you know, they just say, okay, stand like this, talk like this. <laughs> you so- sound like, <laughs> you sound like you're speaking <laughs> from experience. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes. Boy. On this topic, I have like a wealth of experience. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's, it's one that, you know, I feel very enthusiastic talking about it Mm -hmm. because i would like to you looking back like 10 years down the line Mm -hmm. or 10 years in retrospect it wasn't we didn't foresee things like this happening you know there was a standard way of doing things when it comes to entertainment Mm -hmm. you know we never knew that there will be a time when social media will come and you know you even see comedians who do skits on social media now being introduced to stand-up comedy they now attend like real shows stand on the stage and then crack jokes for real and all that so i think the positive aspect of social media in our modern day i think it is limitless i think it is limitless and i think it has the potential to even get better even from here you know yeah. so you know yeah so yeah, I absolutely agree with you because it has yeah. just presented a lot of opportunities for people to make money, to be known, of course, to of course. pass information. And even now, like, I mean, all through the reign of the president of Nigeria, most yeah. times he was always communicating via Twitter. Twitter that was banned yeah, yeah. at one time like that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, I mean, people will get a chance to really speak their minds without being yeah. scared of the retributions and all of that. So yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. has given people a chance to express themselves, like you said. Okay, but then on yeah. the flip side, right, what do you think yeah. are like some of the negative influences or the negative consequences of social media? So because, you know, we have like, you know, cyberbullying and of course. wrong, false information. And perhaps I'd say like inferiority complex or where people live false lives and they try to put up a front where they are different. It's different from how they are in real life, like reality versus. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What do you think are some of these negative consequences of social media? Yes. Interestingly, I somehow, some part of me feel like this is exactly what this <laughs> this episode is going to be no um, it's all positive <laughs> and all doing <laughs> you know when you want to speak about positive things you really don't there wouldn't be a whole lot of controversies and a whole lot of by the corner by the corner mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah so when you want to talk positives you just go straight it's, it's more like a linear kind of thing when you're talking positives but when you want to go into the negatives okay you begin to get into corners and corners and corners individually i have been i would lie to you i'll be very honest with you i feel like individually with the sort of content that i've been seeing lately on the social media space i feel like there was a time when there was this news about the government the nigerian government trying to regulate social media and all that Recently, like sitting amongst my friends and all that, you know, I've had to be like a strong advocate for it. Like, no, it's about time social media is being regulated because I feel Mm -hmm. like 
Mm-hmm. It's a space where you have the absolute freedom to speak your mind, say whatever you feel and all that. But at the same time, we can also neglect the fact that the social media space is still an integral part of the entertainment space as a whole, like a mother body. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. it has that power to influence people, especially people of the younger ages and the people who are in adults yet let me just put it in a very simple form you know people who are still trying to find their feet mm-hmm. you know in the course of life and all that it still has its strong impact the lives of people especially those people who do not have like a solid foundation already you mm-hmm. know when you have a solid foundation and here i'm talking about what your father or mother has already inculcated in you Mm-hmm. What they've told you is the principles of ethics, morals, and all that. Mm-hmm. When you now come into the space, you'll be able to juxtapose and say, oh, this to me does not make sense. I think this, I'm going to just throw it in the bin and just move forward to some other things that I feel like I can benefit from. You know, But for some other people who do not have this advantage, because sometimes, you know, the misfortunes of life and all that would make yeah. some people not have this advantage of father and mother training and all that. So they've tried to find that training from every single avenue they can possibly get it from, like most especially from the internet space. Everything they know, everything they read about is from this social media, Google and all that. You know, So it has essentially raised a lot of people. Some people wake up in the morning and they the extent to what they consumed a range of hours, like three, four hours, what they've consumed on the internet <laughs> would form their general idea to selling things. And they would wake up and begin to execute it immediately. You know, is that bad? Is mm. that bad? So I feel like there are a lot of people or a lot of young people who in their course of trying to express themselves now dive into certain topics and issues that I feel like they are not matured enough to come to the entirety and all of the intricacies that has to do with these issues. I'll Mm. give you a typical example. I was discussing with somebody recently and I was looking at my notes from the uni. Mm-hmm. And I said to the person, like, I went through my notes and I said, this note was one of the most complex notes that I really found very difficult to like come to terms with what lecturer What course was that? What course it was, was that? Uh, ah, can I remember now? Well, you it had was, the notes. <laughs> but it was literature. It was literature. Oh, okay. okay. It was media, something, something, something. Okay. So... I was, I found it very difficult to really shout out to my lecturer, then Professor Liu Mm -hmm. Betiang. When he stood in front, he always sounded like some guy from some outer space telling (laughs) us stuff that I can't really comprehend, you know. But when I went through my notes now, Mm -hmm. that's after like four or five years, Mm -hmm. I'm like, really, I understand what this guy was talking about then, Mm -hmm. which means. There's a part of me now and a part of my reality that has now grown and gotten mature to a point where I can now come to the full knowledge and understanding of what this man was always talking about in class, Mm -hmm. which means back then I had not come to this understanding. So I didn't really understand what this guy was talking about. You can't bring a student from primary six 
to come sit down with students in GSS2 is not possible. Mm-hmm. It might be very smart, yes, but there are certain things that is mined biologically or maybe some people say scientifically. Mm-hmm. It would not be able to comprehend. Do you understand? So I see a lot of issues that I meant that some certain class of people are not meant to dive into just for the sake of trying to create content. They dare these issues and try to delve into it. And then they make a lot of mess of these issues. Mm. You know, delicate issues like marriage, like relationships and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot even get married these days for, you can't get married and you know, you've been married for five months and then you can't come to an open space and begin to dish out tutorials on how matrimony works because <laughs> you have had five months of success. No, you can't because people hmm. who have been in marriage for 10 years, they still learn a lot from matrimony. You understand? Like if they tell you certain lessons they've learned, you would be wowed, like, ah, really? Oh, okay, I'm a baby. I'm just five months old. So what gives you the F entry to come to the media space and begin to teach people? And then within one year, we hear that your marriage is now having some downtrodden moments. Do you understand? Let me put it in a very formal way. So I call it adult conversations. Like I, I tell my younger ones, I say there is adult language. There is a way an adult would speak to you that you would not really understand what an adult is trying to pass to you until you tell another adult. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, I, I imagine my younger one coming to say, ah, I went somewhere and I wanted to buy something and the woman told me that, but you know that if you bought this one, it's better mm-hmm. for you than you buying this one. Then he will say, no, is this one I like? When he tells me, I would understand what that person is trying to pass to him. Like, I don't think you should be buying this because it's not good for you, you young boy. I feel like you should be buying this instead. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. I came across a very funny question on one of these very funny and ridiculous po- podcasts that we have now. Someone was saying, ah, this generation just likes to say and allow people do whatever they want to allow people express themselves however they want to express themselves don't stop people and all that and one of the podcasters whatever said what makes you think that what you are saying makes more sense than what these other people are saying and i caught the person who was being questioned i caught him in a sort of confusion with that question And I thought to myself, I said, this is just a no-brainer. There has to be limits to how we as human beings generally can express ourselves. Because of the diversity in our personalities, I feel like there has to be some points where there has to be a check on our excesses. And what I mean by that, the evidences are why we have the police force, why we have the army, why we have the general armed forces, why we have laws that would say, you don't do this, you don't do that. Because it is very likely that certain humans will want to explore, 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 and do certain things out of line. So when you go out of line, there has to be a check to tell you, 
oh man, you're trying to go out of line and there's a punishment waiting for you for this. And that is why when we're younger and for Christians, you know, there was children's department, there was teenage department, youth department, and then you can sit in the adult church. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't just come from teenage department and sit in the adult church. You would right. you would only understand certain things from your scope of understanding at that point in time. An adult would hear you speak about certain things and will shake his head and will not even give you a reply because he's thinking to himself, where do I even start to explain this thing from? This guy is just a young man. There was a time that I used to argue when I was a teenager, uh, the young girl was crushing over me and then I told her, my girlfriend said, yes, okay, I'll be a girlfriend. I was arguing with my older ones and I was saying, you can't have a relationship without necessarily having so much money. It's going to be so, so And they told me, shut up your mouth. What do you know? What have you done? I was <laughs> arguing. I could bet at that point in time that what I was saying was the fact, was was the realest of all things, that you can have a relationship without even having a time and it's going to be beautiful and all that. <laughs> but look at me now. I have a different <laughs> perspective. Okay. I mean, then you... Do you understand? Yeah, but then I think another way to look at it is the fact that there are stages in life right like you said and so even yeah, exactly. at that point when you were a child the other yeah. person that you were let me say relationship with did not necessarily yeah. need you to have money either exactly you both were at that stage so like it didn't matter yeah yeah but, yeah that didn't matter at the time yeah so yeah. so the mistake I made was to argue with people who were older than me and they have a different perspective to relationships. And I was saying, no, this is why I think from my own small perspective. Right. And I think that's the case with what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of young people come into this media space and abuse it because it's a free space where everybody has the access to come there and express themselves. So the few they can just talk about everything and anything. You know, some people come, you are single, you don't even have like three successful relationships to your name. You're sitting in front of a microphone and you're advising marriage people. And I just look at these things and I'm <laughs> like, this is not a joke. Right. Like, ooh, and I then mean, that's some people... Right. Yeah. You know, that's freedom of speech. And then what I wanted to say before, when you talked about the young people and how social media should be regulated for certain people that might get easily influenced or might not be old enough to be on social media. So yeah, there are regulations like that, but of course, normal, they would definitely find their way around it. But the thing is, yeah. even if social media did not exist as a form of negative influence, there are still movies, yeah. movies, right? Like growing up, even if there wasn't social media, they would still get negatively influenced by movies, by the people around them in their communities, yeah. or friends. So there's always going to be something that would negatively influence them. And so yeah. the twist around what you're saying is the fact that, oh yeah, there's social media, at least there are ways or tools that you can keep track of, I mean, for younger kids, how you can keep track of what they're doing. And how you can sort of reposition their mindset. Do you know, so, sorry that I'm trying to like, mm -hmm. cut this, right. but there's a big space or difference between the two. If I want to see movies, I would see movies that are in line with my interest. If I do not like 
horror movies. I wouldn't see horror movies. I do not like movies that, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lesson for the villain or the villain got arrested and is sentenced to life imprisonment. Mm -hmm. I don't like such movies. I wouldn't see it. Right. But on social media, you don't have that choice. Yeah. Once you log in, every single thing just comes to you. Mm -hmm. Now, the most of the things you see would be dictated by how long you spend on a particular post. You would mm-hmm. notice that the moment you see maybe a bag that you like and you you view like four or five pictures from a particular page, ah, this bag is fine, you like three of it, just scroll two, three, you would see different pages of various bags that would come at you. It's an algorithm. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. You don't have that choice to say, this is what I don't want, this is what I want. Sometimes, I've noticed on Twitter now that sometimes I get content from certain pages from some people's profile. And then I go ahead and I check the profile and I see that I'm not even following these people. So why is it my face? Because it still actually has to do with your interest. <laughs> the algorithms work with your personalities. Yeah. No, all the time. Like if you have... Actually, it does. Actually, it doesn't show you things. You might, you know, on, it shows you things that space. you would have. It shows you things that one way or the other you have either opened on your browser, that's your Google or Safari or whatever, and then yeah. it reflects on in your Instagram or something. Like it to show you something, an ad that you have seen or some place that you have gone to, either mistakenly or not. It would bring something entirely different. You would, would have liked it, me, or would you agree with me that <laughs> they could go like? three, four steps further. You could I, just like and hard where there's a beautiful girl with the long hair. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm, nice. I like the way she interpreted the essence of this advert. <laughs> and then the next thing you see, you see a girl with a topless something, something, exposing okay. some things. Okay. So you, wh- didn't, wh- you didn't ask for that. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to play the devil's advocate for a minute. I know we're talking about the negative impacts of social media, but then even if there was no social media, even if it did not exist, I believe that kids will still, because kids or younger generation or whatever you want to call it, they are curious by nature. And so one way or the other, if it doesn't come to them, they will go to it because it's just that stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a stage. Whereas there's some other kids, the same age, right? They are not thinking that yeah. way. They're thinking of, oh, how am I going to be this certain person or like be a creator or be someone that invents something. I think social media for the younger generation is not just the major cause of whatever it is, the negativity. I think it's also the people that we surround ourselves with actually play a role. Yeah, social media has like a lot of baggage. Like it's going to take a lot, like maybe 80% or something. But then the people that we are surrounded with, the family that we grew up with, the friends that we keep, they also influence us. Because you see a kid that maybe he has a phone, right? And is interested in playing video games. So he goes on YouTube, he goes on YouTube and he watches other people play video games and all of that. But then from there, he could... Maybe one other of his friends like, oh, yeah, this video game isn't so cool. Why don't you just try this one or something? And then he goes there and that particular video game has like 
XXX rated and all of that. So, I mean, that's where it starts from. Or maybe he stumbles across an ad that is like, oh, if you like playing this one, why don't you do this? You know? And so in cases like that, when the kid is surrounded with people that influence him or her negatively, blaming social media for 99% of the world's problems is not ideal. Yeah, I I feel like there is attention and interest. Yeah, okay. And in our modern day reality, let me be 100% realistic. We rarely even communicate with the world around us physically. If we go back to what we learned when we're younger, the other agents of civilization, that is the family, that is the school, that is the pair group, and uh, maybe like religious gatherings and all that. All of those other groups have been downplayed. And the only thing that is exalted now is the social media. I have seen firsthand where young, and I'm talking about my own younger brother, who would be on a certain space and would show me stuff and say, ah, see what this person did, see what this person did. He comes to me like two, three times showing me like similar contents and I pay close attention to him and I see him exhibiting a bit of those things in a very short space of time. We go to emphasize my point about attention, intention and interest. You might be a part of a family and you might be totally disconnected. You might be a member of a group of friends and you might be totally disconnected. But for some reason, you just admit that, okay, these are my group of friends and, you know, we hang out once in a while and all that. But your influences do not come from them. And that is why every time they sit together, they're always diverse and different. Ah, no, this is it and this is that. This is why I think this is what you think. I think social media is starting to take predominance over all of these other agents of socialization. And I'm not just saying this on the basis of faulty premises. I'm saying this as like facts because I relate with a lot of young folks and most of what they tell, you know, when I see that enthusiasm and energy in sending things they say, I'm always tempted to ask them, where did you hear this from? Where do you see this? And everything they say to me is from the social media space. I rarely, within like two years of me communicating with younger people, I, I rarely hear them say, because my dad says so, or because my mom says so, or because, oh, I have a friend that, no. Oh, there's this guy on Instagram. He's handling this, this, this. Look him up. Search, search, search. Give me your phone. Let me show you the guy. You know, so it is that guy that they watch all the time. And then that guy, they begin to direct certain aspects of their life to fit into what that guy does. Mm-hmm. Funny so enough. This is what I'm trying to okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to say that, funny enough, adults get influenced as well. I mean, that's why exactly. we pose to be something exactly. we're not. Yeah, so it's not, just, yeah, it's not just... Yeah, those I was going to get there. Okay. It, it, it's about... There has to be, in my opinion, I feel like what makes the difference is you need to have a bearing and a foundation for you to be able to see certain things on the social media space and say, no, I don't think this is 
entirely appropriate. I have a different perspective to this. I'm not going to take this kind of content. I'm not going to consume this kind of content. I feel like I shouldn't even have anything to do with this kind of content because I totally disagree with this. So if you don't have an already established foundation, you would not be able to state the difference. You won't be able to say, oh, I'm against this or I'm against that. But for somebody who lacks that foundation now standing, you would not be able to tell the difference. You would see something and then you say, ah, it makes sense. Ah, but it's true now. Sometimes I have conversations with certain people and the most of what they say sounds familiar, like things I've seen on social media. They even like quote words and sentences exactly from how I heard it from social media. It sounds ridiculous, but it's the reality of things right now. You know, they say, ah, if you don't do this, there are certain phrases they say, and I, and in my head, I'm like, I think I've heard this before. And in no time, I just, oh, I heard it from so, so persons. And oh, so you had a matured guy, up. right? Right. No, not like, not like I'm, I mean, I'm saying that. I, it feels like guy, an immature guy. Right? You, you know, <laughs> no, nothing, not touch, really. nothing no. touches you. You just. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't do right. don't do what okay. I'm trying to say is I have had to form a foundational background to my person before I started consuming things on the internet. Mm. That is why I can say that, oh, this content, wow, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. this person, I don't agree with this person because I don't think it's cool. And my basis for saying I don't think it's cool is because it's on the foundation of morals, culture, principles and all of these things that formed elements that were inculcated in us when we were growing up as kids. And I think that applied to a lot of people from my own generation because I realized that when I speak with people from a certain age range, quite a large number of people relate to it and say, hey, back then, yes, my mom, my mom used to, you would crack a joke and say, "Um, back then as a kid, when you go out to your mom at parties and your mom's friend says, take, you have to look at your mom to confirm if you have to take that in and eat it or consume it. I think kids these days don't do that. They don't because oh, their own generation is more about, oh, please. Want, no, my mom might be wrong too. No, I want to express myself. No, why is my mom not true. That's no, not no, entirely have, true. You know, you know the worst part of this. Mm-hmm. You have words that back up these things, you know? So they hide under these words and say, hey, this is, ah, I've forgotten what they call that now. Like parent to kid something. Abuse or something? Yeah, they say they are are energizing or they are breeding a low self-esteem in their kids by doing that. Hmm. But I don't have a low self-esteem. I never did. That's discipline. It was simply discipline where my parents would say that you need to have some level of caution. You can't just go out with me and begin to act anyhow. You need to always check. You need to put yourself on check when you're about to do certain things. And I think it is beautiful when you begin to learn these things as a kid because as you grow older, these things grow with you. I mean, Christians is even in the Bible. I mean, like train your kids and all that. So the modern people would tell you that it will end up like one of my younger friends that hastily got married. He had kids. He's divorced with his wife right now. 
you know, and the kids are the wife managed to say some things to the kids and now the kids are turning their backs on him saying that daddy you're the bad press daddy or this daddy or that so he told me about it and all that so that was i won't say it was interesting but i felt somehow i felt not so cool when i heard it because I was like, okay, this is part of what I keep saying. Is this the fault of social media that they got divorced? Because it feels like no, you're no, keeping no, everything. No, it's not about the divorce. Okay. It's about the the role that the people who are supposed to be the okay. proponents of yeah. the family are playing and what they are executing. Okay. So wait, hold mother. on. Before you continue that line of thoughts, right? Yeah. The people yeah, that yeah. trained you, your parents, my parents that trained you, right? Yeah. They trained you to be a certain way. And then your job was to take that training to your kids or to other generations and all of that. So if yeah. somehow there was a lapse in that, like if somehow you had failed in your duties and now when someone offers them candy, rather than they look at you and like, oh, can I go ahead and do this? They just take it anyway. Then it's not their fault it's gonna be out of force because we didn't do our parts right but then i'm not even saying that is the issue what i'm saying is that for you to have realized all this it must have taken a whole lot you have come to a stage where you have gotten to this self-realization that all of this it's not worth it eventually they're not gonna matter like so that's the stage you are but the thing about life is that the more you fail, actually, they always say fail fast. So the more mistakes you make, actually, the more you learn. Yeah. Our prayer and our desire is that we don't make mistakes that have huge consequences. So that doesn't mean that we shouldn't guide. <laughs> I was going to come <laughs> Yeah. So that doesn't I mean like, we shouldn't. I like the clause you give to that. Yeah. Right. So that doesn't mean we shouldn't guide and that's what I'm going people. to write on. That doesn't mean we shouldn't guide them and all of that. But yeah. I think we have a role to play. And we are failing at it and we are blaming social media. It hasn't. No. Yeah. Because no. based on everything no. you said, I'm just no. taking your point and I'm giving it back to you. Okay. Based on what you okay, said. Let me, give you, let me give you a very practical example. Like Omoghetto by Funke Akindele. The very first one that came out, I'm sure he's been over like five, six years back. I watched it in the room, feel the kids of my age range and... We saw it together in a neighbor's house, you know, then. And after watching, we all dispersed and went downstairs and we're just playing. And I could see elements of these characters in these people, you know. In my small mind, then I could tell that, oh, this person is trying to play so-so character we just watched. Oh, this girl is trying to imitate so-so character we just watched. So, and that is not just for kids. We have adults who are like kids. That's why I say there are certain people who say, ah, I want to get married, I want to have kids and all that. And I'll look at them and in my mind, I'm like, you want to have a family? You like, you still need to What do and... you have against people that want to get married quickly? Because that's what you said about your friend that got divorced. You're like, oh yeah, he hastily got married and now he's divorced. And it was like, yes, I told because... you so. Because, because <laughs> you see, we have, and I, I will still blame social media. Some things have very huge consequences, like you said earlier. You can't just decide to do certain things when you're not up to it yet. 
And certain things do not determine your eligibility to do it. What I'm trying to say is, you yourself, within yourself, you know that, first of all, you cannot even condone a woman in the same space with you for two weeks, barely two weeks. You can't. Now, you are saying you want to get married and have children in that space. You know within yourself that when you look at kids, there's nothing deep that comes to your mind. You just look at kids as kids. You just look at young kids and young people one day they'll grow up. That's why you see a lot of people on the internet. There was, I think some months ago, I saw a guy carrying a young baby of about, should I say baby, like two years old. And he was smoking weed and putting it in the girl's mouth. And then Ben uh, Udeye, the police spokesperson, had to investigate. And then they arrested this guy. That was his kid. That's what I mean. So the guy is not doing anything wrong. If you question the guy now, he will tell you, ah, I didn't raise my kid, maybe. Maybe yeah. tough kid. He was good baby. for the, maybe was solid. Good for the gender. Boy. So how do you oh. want to find that? So, so that, that's the point of social media as well. That's why somebody would think like, yes, because that's what they see. Now, that's what he somebody sees. Somebody would carry, somebody would carry like a two-year-old kid to hairdressing salon and they will start stitching for hours. Yeah. That's so gross. I've seen that before. You know, it's gross. What do you want to call that? The mother of that mother to that younger might say, why are you submitting this kid to this kind of stress? do it but she would say no mommy i want to do it she's my child she's not your child your own time has passed you know so is this exuberance and the confidence that you feel that they exhibit in doing this very very obscene things comes from the fact that they've seen similar things with their age when do the same thing and then they see it as beautiful and evoke and they say, oh, I want to key into this. There's always step and levels. You might do your own that oh, the kid might just maybe paint a natural fingernails. Some people would see certain things on the social media space and maybe not to do exactly what, take it to another level. Another person would see that and say, oh, this is beautiful. But me, I'll take it a step further. I'll make sure she fixes artificial nails and they paint it and put stones. No, they just paint it. Another person would say, let them put those stones, those shiny things on top of it. And that's how we to keep going. You know what? I think social media made the world smaller, you know? Because all some of these things would have been happening, but you wouldn't have seen it. But then social media is shining a light on it. It would have been happening. Could I tell you the, yeah. the, most, the most tragic part of it is the fact that on social media, they try to downplay every positive thing, including culture, including positives like intelligence, morality. They even outrightly term morality as pretense now. They say hey, all of them that try to claim that they are morally something. Because that's what they would they say in real life. Do you get, but you still see people with their confidence. Does it certify it as a fact? No, the truth is that people have their opinions, irrespective of social media or not. They're going to think that way. Your opinions social media is just giving them a microphone to speak it out, and then you're hearing it. Mm. Your opinion has to rhyme with the place, the certain locality, or the certain geographical 
whatever that you find yourself. You cannot say, for example, you cannot just wear a certain kind of dress into the market in the deepest parts of the eastern part of Nigeria or the West Nigeria. It will strip naked and sing and throw things at you and you're out of there. You can't say because uh, it is the modern day and all that. You now go and do certain things in certain places. I saw a video recently of a girl who wore a very revealing dress and then uh, everything's all out there. And then touts who call passengers into buses. They were flipping her dress up. As much as she tried to protest and say, you're mad, you're stupid, you touch me again. As soon as she turns, another person will do the same thing. You will say it's barbaric. You will say it's crazy. You will say they're acting out of line and all that. But that is just the way we are people of culture. You think, okay, I'm sure you have seen the news about what's happening in Uganda, where Biden is saying that if you don't sign the gay rights, whatever, into law, we would withdraw all of our benefits and all that. And the people protested and said, to hell with you and your benefits. We're not going to do this. That is the people of culture. Don't go not say because you're an American and this is how you do in America that sometimes you might just go naked and walk the street and nobody cares. Don't do that in Uganda. Hmm. And these are very sharp and potent fact that you cannot run away from in as much as everybody tries to form western and western and civilized you cannot just run away from these things let me not even go too far just aja here aja here lagos island aja just walk into the market a certain way the women there will embarrass you there's no protest to it they will tell you this is indecent so we are people of culture. No matter how try to it down or push it aside, you know, somebody was saying eh, people should have the liberty to say whatever. Say, okay, why do police officers exist? Why do we have prison cells? It's so that they could curb the excesses of the human natural behaviors. We are prone to exhibit our excesses. But they say that, okay, your excesses, try to control yourself not to do certain things. No matter how much you're suffering, do not steal from your neighbor. Because if you steal from your neighbor, we will come after you and we'll arrest you. Yes, you're suffering, we know. We agree that, okay, circumstances and all that, you might not have enough. Try to seek other means rather than trying to find your way into your neighbor's house and stealing from your neighbor. That is why we have checks and balances. You cannot just say, I want to talk. I want to this. I'm free to this. I'm free to that. No. We are people of culture. We have boundaries. Okay. No matter how they try to play down, it would always surface or resurface. Okay. All right. That was very insightful. And I just have one more question since we have kind of just answered all the questions, really. So, okay. essentially... We know that social media has really just taken privacy and tossed it into the bin. Basically, yeah. most people live their lives on social media right now. So yeah. what do you think? I mean, because whether you like it or not, it's always going to be here. There's no out of it. It's social media is here to stay. And then there's even going to be more than that eventually. Right. So how do you think you can integrate privacy? Like kind of just find a midpoint between having a private life and social media. Because, you know, yeah, social media is not all bad. There's still some good parts of it. How do you mitigate the issue of having your privacy violated because of social media? I think it still boils down to the point I made earlier, which is we need to, like, retrace our steps to finding, to exalting 
the core agents of socialization as far as our own locality or our geographical entity is concerned. And that's do with our family. That's do with family values and all that. Because no matter how I would say, oh, they should regulate this, oh, the owners or whatever, the larger shareholders of some social media platforms should begin to do this. It will not change anything if individually people do not have like a bearing already as a background. When you have like bearing already as a background, then you'll be able to find your footing in this seemingly large social media space. You'll be able to tell, oh, this is what I'll consume and this is what I don't have interest in. That way, you keep your privacy. You understand things better to know that, oh, this space, people have a choice to put out there what they want the world to see, which means there are downsides and there are unfortunate mm-hmm. sides which yeah. life will always bring at them. They won't okay. put it out there, you know. So I think that's what's most important. Okay, because, you know, there are situations where you don't put it out there. Someone puts it out there for you. Like, you see... So many times when people would say, how did these photos get online? I didn't put it out. Like, it yeah. just gets online. People hack into other people's iCloud and then just, you know, they do all of that and just post those kind of pictures and then it causes issues or you make a sex tape with your, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, making a sex tape with a phone instead of a camcorder. <laughs> you actually have to do that. But then if they do, if they do, do that... And then somebody hacks into their iCloud or into yeah. their Google Drive or something and then posts it on social media. So the question yeah. really revolves around not you putting out stuff and saying, oh, I want my life to be private, but you try yeah. to be private and then people not letting you be private. So like, how can you protect your personal information, especially in this digital age? You have even answered the question from the question. Okay. <laughs> You sounded the type of way when you said, like, people recording sex tapes when they're... Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm making love, I'm having sex, and except for very uncontrollable circumstances, maybe there's an Indian camera somewhere and all that. And I think that if it goes to that extent, that's where these platforms also have a role to play. I mean, that is now out of people's hands. You know, that's not like invasion, you know, into people's private life. So these people who have the social media platforms, they also have a role to play in this. But I understand most of them are capitalists and want to just make money, knowing that controversy sells and all that. But, you know, when it comes to... That's why when social media gets to certain places, it is being regulated in those places. You know, there are places in the world where certain social media platforms are not allowed. I mean, they have their reasons. For whatever reason, they feel that, okay, in our country, we don't want this. We don't want that. You know, so they must have maybe dialogued with the person or the owner or whatever shareholders that, okay, this and this will not happen. So long as it's content out of here and they didn't agree and then they will say, okay, we don't want it here. You know, so they also have a role to play in that. That is out of your hands. You know? okay. If I go to sleep somewhere and there's an indie camera and it catches me doing mm-hmm. some stuff and then somebody... So that is now in the hands of these sort of... So everybody has a role to play, basically. But the okay. most part of this work, I think, in my opinion, that it falls on the individuals here, yeah, like okay. personal. Yeah. 
Okay, that was very insightful, right? So just final question. And if you could answer this in one sentence, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'll try. I'll try. What is the future of social media? What do you think the future of social media would be? And how do you think it would impact the society even more than it's already doing right now? Yeah, positively, (laughs) negatively, it will still progress. And I think the extent to which it would progress is actually limitless and immeasurable. But, I mean, it has to progress in the right form is going to still go further and, you know, higher than what we have right now. And it will better the lives of so many people, just as much as to still do its negative things. If, you know, individually we don't try to get ahead of it rather than social media getting ahead of us. Awesome. Thanks for that candid answer right that makes total sense okay so yeah this is where we wrap it up on today's episode and it was really amazing listening to you michael thank you so much for thank you so much honoring the invitation to come (laughs) yeah to yeah thanks so much and so you guys you've heard it all from michael right we have to regulate social media and it's up to every single one of us because we have a role to play not just for ourselves but for the younger generation so that they can be positively influenced by social media and not negatively impacted. Yeah. So we all have a role to play. And basically, we know that social media is not going anywhere. So how do we take advantage of of it, right? So we just need to make sure that we control what they see, what they hear, and what they do. And then we don't just do it for them. We also do it for ourselves. We control what we see, what we do, and what we hear, because that's the only way that the negative impacts can actually be curbed. Okay, so this is awesome. And we're wrapping it up. And guys, I'm going to leave you with the song that we started with at the beginning of this episode. It's All My Life by Lil Dark featuring J. Cole. And I'm just going to turn it up. Enjoy. All this time. Never thought I'd make it out. No, no. No. All my life. Keep me down. I decided I had to finish, but the media called me a menace. I just said with the mayor and politicians, I'm trying to change the image. You can't blame my past no more. I come from the trenches. Some said I'd never be a superstar, but I know I'm different. I'm the voice, but the system ain't give me a choice. Know some people that still undeployed. I know a felon who trying to get for it. Child support, your only support. For a visit, I'm going through courts. Went to jail, they was chaining me up, and you know that I'm famous as fuck. See how you gon' joke about stimulus, but they really had came in the clutch. I know some kids wanna hurt themselves. Stop trying to take drugs, I refer to myself. Trying to better myself, trying to better my health, but all my life, all my life, they be trying to keep me down. All this time, never thought I'd make it out. No, no. They couldn't take me. They couldn't take me. No. All my life. All my life.